So last night we were watching a movie here. Uh, we don't do it very often, but uh, it was Thanksgiving, so we have an American here in our midst, as you may have heard. Uh, so we thought we'd celebrate Thanksgiving with her. So in typical, well, t stereotypical American fashion, we had pizza and donuts, which is not very uh, appropriate for a Thanksgiving. Well, at least Americans don't do that, but we thought it'd be a great idea. Uh, and then we watched a movie about American football afterwards uh, called Remember the Titans. And in this movie, there's a girl who's the coach's obnoxious little daughter uh, who just roars constantly at the players. I mean, she, she'd weigh as much as most of the players' little finger, and there she is roaring abuse and telling them that they're too slow and that they're not on the right side and they're not marking their man and just constantly uh, giving out like the little expert that she was. Um, and you, we see this kind of thing also maybe uh, around this time, like in watching the World Cup, you know, plenty of people uh, who could do maybe with a little more exercise themselves, sitting on a couch, beer in hand, chips in the other hand, uh, roaring at the TV that these players are too slow or that they're, you know, useless, useless. And like, it's, it's just a bit ironic, you know, uh, because it's always easy to give advice. It's giving advice, you know, read a couple of self-help self -help books, watch a couple of TED Talks, and uh, you can give advice. That's not hard. Uh, telling people what to do is easy. And even having, even if you're, you may even be right, you know, you may even have a bit of experience and be able to kind of recognize a situation and tell a person what they have to do. Telling people what they have to do is not hard. Um, anybody can have a boss. Anybody can have a superior roaring at them. Our faith, though, requires us to have someone to guide us in the most important things. So if you've got like a coach roaring at players to move, cover the left, cover the right, watch your back, mark your man. Uh, there are, you know, there's, there's, there's clear advice going on for something that's entirely unimportant, right? Sport, who cares? Who cares? Uh, heaven and earth will pass away. World cups will pass away. Uh, but God's word will never pass away. So when it comes to, to, to the most important things, the most important things, when it comes to our eternal life and our eternal salvation, these are the things that we should be looking for advice for, not waiting to be roared at. What must I do to get to heaven? What must I do to get to heaven? Who am I listening to? Who's guiding me? And I would really hope, I would really hope for, for any of you here and for any of you listening, that there are people who you can say, hand on your heart, this person wants wants the best for me. This person wants heaven for me. I would really, really hope, I would pray, I would beg the Lord that that person, uh, for many of you who are married, is your spouse. That, that person beside you, you know, wants you to get to heaven. That, that person beside you wants eternal life for you, wants, wants you to be, to be the best version of yourself, to be you know, virtuous and pure and all of that. And that really has your best interest at heart. I would really hope that, that we have people in our lives who show us what it's like to walk towards heaven, but not alone. I, everyone has to walk for themselves. I have to walk for myself. No one, can, no one can kind of push me. I have to walk for myself. But you can still walk by yourself and be surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. You can still walk by yourself, but not be alone. Walk, you're, I'm still walking for me, but I'm not alone. And this is, so, this is what the church should be. This, uh, as Hebrews calls it, yeah, this great cloud of witnesses, this great group, this great, you know, a body, uh, so many different people and, and personalities and uh, all 
going the same direction, all going towards heaven, all going towards the Lord. Not roaring abuse or roaring advice at each other, but living it. Living it, li- living this, this life in Christ. And that's why like, people like St. John Paul II, for example, wanted to canonize so many saints to give us examples of this is what it looks like to be a holy wife, to be a holy mother, to be a holy father, to be a holy priest. This is what it looks like put into practice. We can talk about the theory all you want. This is what it looks like when it's put into practice. This is what it looks like when this is incarnate, when this is put into someone's life and lived. The saints. And I would hope, as I said before, like that, that there are also incarnate gospels around us, people who live the gospel around us who are an example for us. And who shows what it means to live for Christ. Who shows what it means to walk towards Christ. Our faith is full of so much hope. Our faith is full of so much grace. God who wants to find every way feasibly possible to communicate his grace to us. Seven sacraments, but it doesn't stop there. You've got all the sacramentals. Everything from miraculous medals to relics to holy water. Uh, you've got the Lord's inspired word. You've got a, a, an established church with the creeds. We know what we actually believe and can, can clarify and explain it. We have all of these things, everything that has been given to us to try and communicate grace to us so we can know him, love him, serve him, and spend eternity with him in heaven. That's the goal of everything. That's what God wants for us. That's what the church is here for. So who are we listening to? There are lots, there are lots of voices out there. Maybe there are lots of voices in your head without being possessed. Maybe there are a lot of distractions in your mind at the moment. So who are we choosing to listen to? When the dust settles, I want to recognize the voice of Jesus. I want to know what his voice sounds like. And I want to know in my hand and my heart that I have listened to him in those key moments. That I have been led by him that he has been my consolation and my joy and my guide and my protector. Anybody can tell us what to do. Anybody can roar advice at us. And hopefully, as I say, there are people in our lives who lead us by their example and help us to hear the word of Jesus speaking to us. The Lord doesn't abandon us. He tells us, I will not leave you orphans. So he doesn't kind of give us this desperately lofty goal of being perfect as the Heavenly Father is perfect, or being a saint, and then just walk away and see how we get on. He wouldn't give us a challenge like that and then just, just, just abandon us. Let's, well, let's see how you fare. That's not how he works. In today's Mass and in every Mass, we remember that the Lord that God loved the world so much that he gives his only son. He gave his only son to die on a cross for us. Why? So that whoever believes in him might not perish, which means might not go to hell, but might have eternal life. God wants us in heaven. The question is never, will God save us? Or will God, does God, well, can I please God enough to get to heaven? That's never the question. The question is, do we want his mercy? Do I want his forgiveness? Will I listen to his voice? directly speaking to me, through other people, through his word, through the church, whatever way it will come to us. Do I listen to him? Because if I do, then I can be confident that when my time is up, at whatever age, 
that I will recognize his voice when he says to me, well done, good and faithful servant. Come and enjoy the place prepared for you before all time. Amen. So dear brothers and sisters, this is Father Patrick Kyle here. I uh, just wanted to thank you so much for joining us on our live stream or joining us to watch these homilies or indeed on the podcasts uh, that Paving the Way Home has produced over the last couple of years. Uh, it's been a great privilege to be able to, to, to speak to you, to share the gospel uh, and to deepen our relationship with the Lord. Uh, we launched our Christmas appeal recently uh, for, to fundraise uh, for the work here of Holy Family Mission. If our work here has blessed you, uh, you might consider uh, assisting uh, in, in the furthering, the future of this uh, great work of the Lord uh, by donating maybe on our website, holyfamilymission.ie. There's a donate button up there just so that our work can continue here. We've had 80 young people pass through our formation program. There are plenty of school retreats going on. Schools come here to do retreats. Our mission team goes out to them, uh, as, as well as other uh, missionary outreaches and retreats that we welcome here. Uh, so thankfully, it's been a very fruitful uh, mission and ministry. And we hope that you share our vision for the renewal of the church. So if uh, you feel the Lord is calling you to, to share or to help and assist our, our mission and ministry here, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. So thank you very much for your time and God bless you.